0: Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome back to Grace For It Podcast. So I just want to first apologize for the long overdue episode. I have been um, working on a few different projects. So um, if you're not familiar, if you haven't heard yet about the prayer call, um, there is a women's prayer call that is ran by Jasmine Hayes. Um, which on Instagram she is at vocally unique and on this um, prayer call we decided to do a one week fast on discipline so during that time period I really learned a lot about things that I needed to do to be more disciplined in my life um, to take myself more seriously and to focus in on the things that I really needed to do concerning my health my time management and the just the self-love and the caring that I could do and need to do for myself so during that time period I took a little bit of a small break but not too long um, and I wanted to focus in on those things so I want to update you guys on what's been going on in my life um, and what that is is guys I dyed my hair completely blonde so like you know it felt and it feels refreshing because I feel like a new person. I look different. Um, you know, the rec- the recon- recognition um, that I was getting from the compliments and everything from my hair has been amazing. And I really want to thank everyone who has. Um, also, my journals are out. My journals are out. My journals are called Make Prayer Work. And these journals are absolutely amazing they um are a literal baby for me um because I remember I was lit I was going through so much um in the year of 2019 and um so much sadness so much depression and um just a lot of like healing to do um as I am currently still going through healing um and during that process, God said to me, "Morgan, document me, because you focus so much on the big things happening, but you don't see all the small things." And the thing is, is like we always know that, and we always say that that we should focus on the small things in life and not so much the big things. Well, I asked him. You know, I I remember saying to him, like, I do see you do these small things, and. Um, I realized that I didn't until I started writing them down and realizing that he was answering them way faster than I thought, and I also realized that through scripture and um, through um, listening to the pastor preach um, any sermon that I was introduced to or um, walked upon um, it basically answered a part of the prayer or give gave me instructions to see that prayer come to pass. So I made a journal where there's a prayer um where you pray, you have a date, a time, and when that prayer was answered, and there's eleven categories in which you write down um things for. So there's corporate prayers, there's family prayers, there's spouse prayers, there's children prayers, there's your neighbors prayers. There's so many different categories for you to list a bunch of prayers and then just watch God answer those prayers. And give him um, accolades and praise, um, and so you have one blank page, one blank page full of praise, where praise will go. Oh Lord, what a day! Okay, so I want to get into um, what I want to talk about today. So I want to entitle this episode "Walking Into the New." Um, walking into something new sometimes um, is a little scary. And yet, when you hear it the first time, and you realize that you're now in something new, your immediate response is, you know, joy and excitement, um, even a bit of amusement as to like, wow, what's going to happen? Because something's new is coming. Um, for me, I have totally walked into a new place in life. I've walked into a new hairstyle. I've walked into a new uh, way of living. Um, my sister, favorite sister. Has literally uh, moved to California this week, and that's going to be new. Um, just being in the ho- in the house uh, without her, um, my son is growing up. He is now six months, and that's new. To have a six-month-year-old um, who is going to be eating table food, and so so many things are new. Um, and really welcoming the new is—it's um, a process to so just welcome it. Um, But in the new, there's also a new level of healing that needs to happen as well, um, because God wants to do something that will require a part of us to be healed. Um, So I wanted to read uh, this scripture today, and it is Zechariah 3, verses 5. I spoke up and said, how about a clean new turban for his head also? And they did it put a new, clean, new turban on his head. Then they finished dressing him with God's angel looking on. And this is Zechariah, again, chapter 3, verse 5. So this is when the angel is, um, the angel and Joshua, uh, they are, this is Joshua's vision of new clothing. Um, And as you read this, particular passage you'll see that God is talking to Joshua and he's standing before an angel verses three through four says this Joshua standing before the angel was dressed in dirty clothes the angel spoke to his attendants get him out of those filthy clothes and then said to Joshua look I've stripped you of your sin and dressed you up in clean clothes Here's the word of the Lord to you today. We must get rid of the dirty clothes. We must get rid of the things that are still on the outside of us that is a representation of sin and that is a representation of rebellion. Um, I most recently had to change my name on Facebook, which probably doesn't even um, relate to clothes, of course, but there is still a representation of which my name holds. So the Lord, um, through a prophet, revealed that the name on Facebook was still an attachment to a rebellion that I once lived in. Um, I used to—I made my Facebook when I was like 13 and I was hiding my Facebook from my mother. So instead of putting my real last name, I came up with the last name, which was Lee. And that's not my last name. So on my uh, Facebook, that's what it was. And um, I haven't changed it since. I have a bunch of friends on Facebook. I've made so many great connections and I realized that wasn't my my name was not right. And the prophet came and spoke to me and said, You need to change your name on Facebook to your name. And I remember saying, Wow, like I didn't even think about this because I just was like, you know, going with the flow. I totally forgot about it. You know, I felt like my life had changed and so there was no reason to change my name. But God said to put my real name and when I put my real name something definitely shifted and it changed because it was an exposure to um, exactly who I am versus being under the disguise of rebellion or being under the disguise of another name. I am Morgan Banks and I have so many businesses with my name so to have my social media be incorrect was a misinterpretation of my name and who I am. So I say that to you today because I want you to reevaluate where you stand in life. Um, just like the angel spoke to to uh, Joshua and said to Joshua, take those dirty clothes off and be removed from, have those clothes removed from you. Um, and as I'm removing the clothes from you, I'm also removing the sin that so easily ensnares you from you as well. God wants to do that for us today. Remove the dirty clothes, remove the dirty stains, remove the the filthy sin, remove the rebellion, remove the lust, remove the failure. Everything that we have kind of caught ourselves up in, feeling like we were not worthy enough, feeling like we were not called to something. He wants to remove those things. He wants to remove those labels because they are considered dirty in his sight. Um, and I believe that the angel is standing near and is standing watch because he knows that you will need strength and you will also need encouragement. so I speak to your spirit today and I speak to your heart today to have the courage to actually take off the dirty clothes, remove the filthy clothes from you and give them to God that he may not, he's not even going to wash them and give them back to you as a clean garment. He's going to give you brand new clothes. This is why we are embracing the new and we are allowing new things to come and allowing things to keep us so um, as we go into finishing up Zechariah, Zechariah 3 um, chapter 3 6 through 7 says that that God's angel then changed Joshua and it says orders from God of the angel of armies if you live the way I tell you and you remain obedient in my service then you'll make the decisions around here and oversee my affairs and all my attendants standing here will be at your service. At this time, guys, you know, in this scripture, I believe that what, what else God is saying is that when we remove these clothes, the angel is going to be there to stand guard with strength and you can actually pass those things that he may give those things to God. But even more than that, as we give those things up and we live a life of obedience, we shall see the fruit of obedience, which is that we will gain dominion. The only reason why we haven't had dominion in order to actually take over things in our life and actually run things the way that we want to run them is because we have not lived a life of obedience and we have not lived a life of full submission, fully submitted to him. So living a life of being completely uh, submitted to God is being obedient. And he says that if we will remain obedient, then we would gain dominion the reason how and what dominion is is exactly what it says you will gain um, the ability to make decisions and oversee in the um, in the garden that is exactly what Adam was doing he actually was able to oversee cattle he was he was able to name things he was able to have direction he was able to make decisions and that is what dominion is so we would have dominion when we are obedient. Sometimes we try to have dominion before we are even in a place of obedience. But you cannot have dominion and not be in obedience. How can you want to rule something, but you don't have a ruler over you? And if God is not the ruler, then something else is. And that means we need to reevaluate who is ruling me, who is the headship of my life, who is the one who's guarding me, who's the one who's protecting me. Because if it's not God, if we're we're not living a life of obedience, fully submitted to God. Then that means we are submitted to something else. And so the goal is to ask yourself, what am I really submitted to? What am I really submitted to? What am I really submitted to? So here's the last portion. Zechariah 3, 8 through 9. Careful high priest joshua both you and your friends sitting here with you for your friends are on this too here's what i'm going to do next i'm introducing my servant branch and note this this stone that i'm placing before joshua a single stone with seven eyes decree of god of the angel of armies i'll engrave with these words i'll strip this land of its filthy sin all at once in a single day At that time, everyone will get along with one another, with friendly visits across the fence, friendly visits to one another on porches. So not only does God want to do this in you, but he wants to do this in your friends, and he wants to do this in the circle in your family closest to you. He does not want us living separate from each other. He does not want us not being able to communicate. And with social distancing, so much of the communication has come to a to a, a halt stop sometimes because you walk up walk up on people and a lot of people are trying to stand further apart and because of the distance it's easier not to speak it's easier not to communicate. So my prayer for you today is that you would read Zechariah three, you would see yourself as a new being the way that Joshua had to see himself and that we would embrace the new that God is trying to do in us and through us. Um, today is actually a pretty uh, a pretty hard day for me as God is allowing me to heal from some things. And so I just really pray for you today that you would embrace the new as I am trying to embrace it on my own as well. And that you're not in this journey alone where you're learning new things and you're allowing God to equip you, make you new, brand you. Um, you're not on your own. You have an advocate And the advocate is that angel that is standing with you and he's petitioning for you. And he is being the one to make the commands. And God is with you. So today my prayer, Lord God, I pray for the one who is becoming new. I pray for the one who you are calling to change her hairstyle, his hairstyle, to change their clothes, their shoes, everything that they have that is on them. To take the turban off and become a new person in Christ. Also, Lord, thank you that you are cleansing their friend circle. You're cleansing the people who they hang around. You're cleansing them that they may have dominion, a complete dominion in you, dominion to oversee, to overthrow, to make decisions and to rule over. Help us to know who our ruler is when we are concerned or when we don't understand or don't know who our ruler is. Allow us to know who our real ruler is. Let us know that our real ruler should be you and it is you. And if it's not you, we detest every rulership that is not like the high priest. The God of heavens, the God of angel hosts, the God of angel armies. And we submit to that God as the rulership and head of our lives. It is in Jesus' name that I pray. And remember, guys, most importantly, to be new in Christ is to be with Christ. And also, you are not just made to be new. You're not made for this walk you are graced for it. It is the grace of God that allows you to enable what you have inside of you to even gain um, dominion. So understand that you are not made for this, but you are most certainly graced for it. I pray that you have an amazing day. And I thank you so much for listening to our episode today. Have a blessed day, everybody.